Oh, did I tell you that we ate at White Castle there in oh. Indiana when we were out there and Sarai had never had it before? Oh, did she hate life after having Kinda. it? Yeah, because you're so, I have not had White Castle. Since... I haven't had it in a long time. When... Oh, no, I haven't had it since me and Bunny were, uh, when we were living, when I, like, right after I moved out there. So it was in that fucking one bedroom apartment that they were in. And me and Bunny decided to either get a 30 pack or a 30 pack each. I think it was just a 30 pack and eat half of it each. Oh my God. Me and Norfleet did that. Oh, one we also time. got super fucking drunk and we're playing Halo all night. Of course. Oh. Me and Norfleet, <laughs> except whenever we did it, it was crystals and a 24 pack, I think it was. See, crystals would be filling, but it would be better because well, it's at least chicken. Here's the thing, though, is that it was whenever we were. It was. Man, it was probably within the first night of being at the house of debauchery and. Um, or devoid of debauch for Claywell. Um, we had, uh, what was it? I think we had watched Harold and Kumar, and then we were like, dude, you know what? A slider does sound really good. They so we're are. like, so Mule was like, hey, let's just go to the Crystal uh, in Somerset. And I'm like, bro, I think it's it closes at night. He's like, no, it's 24 7. I was like, all right, man. All right, fine. We, uh, we take off. It was closed. So. In true committed fashion, we drove to fucking Monticello of to course. their crystal and then popped in at the Walmart there, of course. And that's whenever we saw that one friend of Cody's, the dude with like the red hair and the beard. They worked third shift together there in Monticello. I didn't really. I can't remember the dude. You probably name. hung out with him more than I did. No. I didn't at all. Dude, come on. This As was... in you knew he existed and I didn't. Oh, yeah. Possibly. <laughs> but yeah. So no. That was kind of, yeah. Oh, God. Because uh, I also remember, like, that was one of the times that Kirkman was at, what was it, A-plus or AAA Comics? Mm -hmm. And he comes like, hey, we're going to go see fucking Kirkman? I was like, Bunny, I just threw up, and I had to, I had to make the Sophie's Choice. It's like, what do you mean? I was fucking <laughs> shit my brains out, and I had to throw up in the bathtub. <laughs> He's like, shit, me too, man. It's like, then why do you want to go? It's like, oh, something it's to do. It's like, bunny. It's like, okay, fine. We'll go later. <laughs> like that motherfucker. And we did. We ended fine, up going Bob. later. But here's the thing. We both had flop sweat the entire time because we had like, we ate fucking fifth, at least 15 sliders a piece. I ate 12 that night whenever me and North And I am out. terrified that maybe I'm misremembering and we got two boxes <laughs> and we each had 30 and a shitload of rum. <laughs> so we were fucking just, oh my God. It, the smell, the smell from your pores of their bullshit <laughs> Dude, fucking onions. So oh, but I could go for some wholesome back, man. I was about to oh. say the same, man. I don't even. Uh, yeah, it's not a I thing it anymore. Never, period. It, nah, it was like gone well, no, in two thousand. Yeah, yeah. But I love it because it was man, so low back. rent. It's you walk up to you. You're on the street. It's a fucking walk up. You see the motherfucker right there. Make it for you, and that is five gallon bucket full of uh, <coughs> pickles. Five gallon buckets full of of uh, near pureed onions. Whack! There you go, bitch. And for the 
for the five viewers that are out there, two and a half of which I know are not from Kentucky or our hometown. Wholesome, wholesome back hamburgers. It was this place in downtown Somerset. It was Little a. Bl- it was not a drive-in. It was a walk-up. It was. It was yeah. a. It was there was a, a seat. hole in the wall. There they was did. a seating. They did but make a really, seating, but no. it was it was the it was the actual window. Yeah. Oh hey, I did a special not without noticing. <laughs> yeah, no, it was It the... was a great place. Anytime fucking doing uh, the runs with Granny, if she was on a later run, we'd swing by some wholesome back. If it was an earlier run, we'd get some shitty fucking uh convenience store pizza. Oh yeah. Yep. At that place in Rock Castle. Rock, no. No, it was right there before the Rock Castle line. Okay, so yeah. I was at least thinking of the right place. Yeah. I considered that in That Rock place Castle. is a winery now. Oh, really? That yeah. the gas stop? Yeah. Which makes sense. There was always a nice little, uh, little plot of land. Pl- and, yeah, that had And they had a produce stuff, stand yeah. there usually yeah. like in that time of year. So I don't know what I it is about that convenience it, store pizza because it was also the one that was on uh, Sunset Video. No, that you're thinking of S and M. That was the one on thirty nine. No, There's no, the no. One on four sixty one. I know, I know, I know. But that that I'm talking. I'm just talking about that brand. I know, but of, Sunset Video was. I just let okay. me finish because that brand of convenience store pizza where you just buy it frozen and they cook it. <clears throat> uh, there was that pot that uh that walk up the the little diner and giant air quotes right next to Sunset Video. We'd always get slush puppies, and then they started having pizza Oh, there. yeah, right there on 27. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Yeah, I that's was what thinking, I was talking I was about. It's like that pizza is what I'm talking about and how we'd always get it because there is something about frozen pizza that has banana peppers on it because it's so, like, that fucking brine soaks into the whole goddamn pizza, so when it gets, like, baked, it's fucking phenomenal. Yeah, but I didn't like the peppers back you're a, then. you were a bitch. <laughs> You were a bitch, Jake. You were the worst fucking person to eat food with. I, like, I really um, was. Can I make sure this? Um, I'm gonna have to. I, really I can't was. have this. I can't have this. But, but on the bright side, it it did lead to our t- taco salads lasting longer because everything was separated, which it kind of should be. It should be in yeah. solid bar form to where you make what you want. Yeah. Oh, I need to figure out what mom wants me to do tomorrow then. What do you mean? Because if we're not doing steak, she's probably going to say taco salad. <laughs> that would be awesome, dude. <laughs> Yeah. You just let me know what we can bring. We're going to bring a key lime cheesecake, BT dubs. No meringue on it, right? It doesn't have a giant pie. Fu- so, okay, no. good. That's one thing I hate about key lime pie. It's one-third a pie, two-thirds fucking meringue. Some, yes. Okay, everyone that every time someone's brought one over, it's always been pre-made, and it's always been that. A little bit of meringue is good. I was going to say the pre-made has a shitload of meringue. I don't get it. I don't I like meringue. Isn't the greatest thing in the world. I'm not a huge fan of it, mainly because it's a bitch and a half to make. I fucking hate egg white recipes, Jake. Yeah. <sighs> Hello and welcome to another episode of Brother Squirrel. That's Jake. That's Bob. Hey, so real quick, <laughs> I told you I've got I've got something I want to talk about. But before we get to that, uh, I realized today that we have not been upholding our contractual obligation. To oh Mr. no 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 no. This is technically a different podcast. The month of Thrones know, is a different still, podcast. I just wanted to throw it out there and say that I kind of haven't been playing any because I really don't feel like doing a shitload of world quests because that's kind of just where I'm. No, I did. I did hit revered with honor bound. Yeah, so I did open about up more. Is the rep. Like, well, and I've still got to do like the um, the tides of vengeance quest and then the quest in um, Stratholme, not Stratholme, but. Uh, uh, 
there's Dark Shore and what's the other? Oh, Arathi. Arathi, yeah. So I've still got to do those quests with my Torin no quest. Oh, no, like the actual introductory quest. Oh, okay, the introductory. Yeah. Um. So yeah, and I've just been like, fuck, I don't feel like doing all this. Then don't. Right. You know what I do when that happens? But I kind of want to. I, I still want to. I still want. I still want to. I still want to open about the up grind. the Maghar Orc and then the um the High now, Mountain I will admit, Torin. The High Mountain Torn is just walking up saying, hey, you want to join? Straight up, son. The Magar Orc line is fucking great. I know. and That I, story is great. Those are the only two I have left to unlock, and I'm not... So, I Fuck, know... Fuck, the Alliance has no good ones. Well, I I mean, the Dark Iron was okay. No, but it was a nothing. Kul Tiran, I like. Kul Tiran was, again, a nothing, because it's just, hey, we're there now. I'm not talking about the quest to unlock them. Well, I am talking about those because it was a... Oh, wait, never mind. The the Colteran was the ship, wasn't it? Never mind. That was good. But, <clears throat> yeah, nothing's going to beat the Magar Orc, in my opinion, just because it's so fucking... It opens the gate for so much lore. Like, they could actually do a raid, like an entire I kind of fucking... like the Nightborn one, personally. I kind of liked it. Where you actually go to the Sunwell and you're with like Lorthamar and um like something happens and one of the uh like one of the upper echelons of the Legion appears and you have to beat it back. I forget what all I don't is really going remember on. It, but I uh, but no, the simple fact of uh the person you were running if you were Alliance, the person you were running around with, Urel, turned into um if Thanos and Jerry Falwell fucked, like as in, it's nice because in Legion, like uh, how how the Naru are always just the good guys. They were always just the good guys, and then you saw that they were gonna freaking uh, mind wipe Illidan and force him to help them. So he fucking said no and killed the shit out of it. Which you for once, Illidan done a thing that you sided with because it made fucking sense, and he wasn't playing it so close to the chest. It was next to his beating fucking heart. But I, uh, yeah, I really dug that. I dug the fact that in it, yeah, the light, it's compulsory on New Dranorn at this point, because you know you go to say, hey, uh, we kind of we're like you guys owe us something. You're like, hey. Join up. We need some people. You guys owe us a thing. And it's no longer in the past, Dranor. It is now today. So all that time had happened. So uh, Grom is fucking nearly dead. Uh, Thrall has a distaff counterpart because Thrall's parents in that one are still alive and they had a kid and this one's a female. And that's the Magar orc that's with the Horde. And yeah, it's the final stand against the 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 was it the Legion of the Light? Hmm. Yeah, the everybody on Dranor is getting uh, mind wiped or killed hmm. and forced to join the Light. It's really fucking cool. Now, for what it's and it could be an entire goddamn patch expansion, just dealing with that. I did uh, make a Belf Pally, which I was really enjoying playing, just because that area I was enjoying because I'm like. The like the dread scar, the dead, the yeah, dead scar, the yeah. dead scar, because that's whenever, um, 
Arthas. Yeah, that was that was a Warcraft three. Right, but I'm trying to remember how it actually was created. Was it? It wasn't him sticking the Frostmourne into the ground. What, no, 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 no. That was what the swath the... they cut straight up through fucking uh, the 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 so high elf territory. So basically, it's just from that where... is the corrupted land that they walked. Okay. Okay. Straight up to the remember. fucking straight up through the town. Why the fuck haven't they tried fixing anything yet? Because you know it it can be fixed. Right. And yet there's still a giant goddamn gaping hole. Man, Blood Elves, they got issues. But But yeah. Anyway, so we have two goddamn episodes okay, to burn through, but Jake. First, Bob. This is going what I'm about to say is going to frame a lot of my position and everything I'm gonna say kind of makes sense, okay? Let me say that I am sick and tired of people who complain. I, I'm now on the boat of I'm tired of people complaining about George R. R. Martin not finishing the book. Oh, yes. And I'm going to tell you why. Are, yeah. It's... And I'm going to tell you why. Okay. Because, like, I get it. This is your life's work, right? And then someone is about to complete your life's work. They know how. Roughly, they know point A to point B how it how the story goes, right? So the show just has to kind of do some filler stuff, but they know the major they know the major points, right? But I don't think it should be that way. They should be allowed to divert. But I'll get it. I'll I'll say that right. point when you're done with yours, right? But here's the thing: if it was that important to him to finish, the shit would be done. That's my only thing. Like, and and this isn't this isn't as like some sort it's of not a he doesn't care kind of thing. Right. It's yeah. not a he doesn't care. But like look, I can get if he's bummed out like holy shit they're about to finish this and what's the point of finishing the books, right? And that's fine. If he never finishes them, okay. I want to have the books because I know that it's going to be more in depth and the continuation of the importance of things like the the Starks and their connection to the dire wolves and to the north and all that stuff. It's going to play out in a much more preferred fashion in the books. And I I really want to consume that. But at this point, if he wanted it done so fucking bad, and if it was so important to him to have it done, it would be done. And see, on my side of it is, I want you to try to think of how goddamn hard it would be to try to button all the fucking. Dude, and he, I don't he, disagree. He dug himself a grave with well, this. Well, there's story. a reason why he calls it the Miranese knot. Like he it wrote is. himself into a corner with Daenerys, and with, guess what? The show got him out of that corner. For all intents and purposes, fucking Barristan bullshit aside. <laughs> all right, they. They figured out how to get Danny out of Marine, right? And I don't know how much input he had with that, but here's the thing. He wrote himself into a corner. He can't get himself out of that corner. He's been in that corner since the show premiered because uh, well didn't before. crows. No, because Dance with Dragons actually came out in 2011, uh, I believe. It's been a while. I think the, there has not been a book release within since the show was even started fucking production. I think it was a long while ago, but but anyway, mine, but no, for me, I'm just, I'm over it, and for me, I feel like the people that are throwing the bit, which we'll get to it, but the people that are throwing the biggest shit fits are the people who don't like n- not knowing what's going on. 
because they loved being able to record their friends and family for the fucking red wedding yeah. just to lord yeah, over them and say of, i know this information and you don't a lot of people with the with uh when it comes to fandoms are like that when it comes to uh releasing them in another aspect like uh oh god i'm trying to think of like so many of the different fucking uh well all all of the goddamn marvel movies how like uh, like there's going to be a reference to a thing that's usually supposed to be in there as sort of a hey guys you know you you know it's a it's a little wink moment for you but people tend to it, it's it's been a thing with comic culture and geek culture for far too long to because they're not of, able to lord over somebody are, yeah. like oh hey I know something you, you put don't too know too much faith in the you put too much too much for your identity is tied to knowing and that you get defensive about it yes and, the like, yeah. story seems differently from season five on because they don't have the source material they it, don't it have the shows. literal the it writing does. shows it does but at the same time. They have to work with what they can, because here's the thing. George R. R. Martin, he could have written those episodes, right? They could have been like, look, this season five is a 10 episode season. Can we get you to write three to five episodes? But no, there's there is still the pressure to finish these books, which is funny considering he's written Fire and Blood and there's going to be a second volume of it. You have... The um the hedge knight and, and stories that defense the the that and his defense with that shit these were all notes he already had true this but is, these it's were all still part of sitting his, down and putting it together in and he's writing actually fashion having other people do it. and like look I respect the fact that whenever he's writing. I, I really respect about him is that whenever he's writing, he doesn't out, you know, for the most part, he doesn't outline. He has a general idea because, you know, he said he has said in interviews that it takes all the fun out of it. If you know every single beat, he likes to sit down, start writing and let the story just go. Yeah. That's a great thing. But it's also but the it's reason also why, why he's, he's stuck in, the, in yeah. why Danny's stuck in Marine at the same time. You know right? what? No, I'm not even I'm not even talking about the main hooks. My thing is of like like fuck trying to fucking work on the lower end plot points. But here's the thing. Also, Jake, a good reason why I don't know about you, but me, I don't I'm not going to give a shit about it. I stopped reading just because of the stories. I, I stopped reading for a reason. All right. But. There is another way to handle that. Uh, this is the thing about the show. They still they wanted their cake. They wanted to have their cake and fuck it too. They wanted to be, still be tied to George R. R. Martin and whatnot. You remember the show uh, Full Metal Alchemist? Mm -hmm. You're at least vaguely aware of it. Because I remember at least watching the first. Here's the season. thing. After I think like uh, after the first season of it or around that era, it caught up to the book. So they made an agreement. They would take their story however they wanted, and she would and the uh, the writer continued her story in the book. They diverted. the 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 Full Metal Alchemist show is much different than the second show, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, which is after the book was finished. They made that, so right. they let them continue on their own thing. But that that's that's sort of the again. They D &D, were trying to serve two masters. D&D &D wanted to have their cake and fuck it, too. They wanted to try and find, okay, this is how your story's going to end. We need to make it end like that. That's why the last two episodes, this whole season, has been fucking just 
left, right, and center just... Well, not just that, but there's a shitload of stuff that they're trying to condense into six episodes. Yeah, and that's a problem. Right or wrong. Wrong. Right or wrong. (laughs) Well, no, because I get... I get why they're trying to do it that way. Like, I I do. Because it's like, look, all of these actors, they're all getting older... You know, even even if you shoot once a year, it's the same issue that the Harry Potter movies had, but they don't even get a year for production and all yeah. of that, right? So you have all of these people. There's a shitload of characters. That's a shitload of actors, shitload of actresses that you have to hope that they don't age terribly or something terribly doesn't happen to them. So it's like, look, let's just pound this out and and call it good. And let George finish his story and fill in all the gaps. Now, uh, that's that's skirting away from what the crux of my issue is. Let me uh, condense my issue with the show into one little, like what they're doing with the condensing everything. Do you know why John sent Ghost up north? Because they didn't feel like fucking uh, CGI. Oh a wolf. yeah, yeah, yeah. They've they've talked about that several times. That's why the dire, dire wolves don't show it up. It has it's, nothing to do with the dragons story are or more marketable than dire wolves, and so they they exactly. put the dragons above the dire wolves, which is why we don't see. So their need to rush production is trumping every aspect. It's trumping. The I don't story. know about rush production because if you watch some of that you behind the scenes shit. To get it done. But here's the thing, though: if you watched any of the behind the scenes shit, like that shows up on YouTube that um, the official HBO channel puts out, dude, they spend. It is incredible what they do VFX wise. Like it's incredible. But I'm like, I mean, I I don't. As someone who's not a VFX person, I don't know how that works. If they tell me, if they tell me that it's difficult to frame a shot that includes a dog that you're just blowing up the size and trying to make it seem, make it seem realistic with John and Ghost. If they say that's difficult, cool. They build a a fucking giant's arm. And they build an arm and rigging to pick up Liana Mormont, though. So, well, you could just use a normal sized person for that because that well, girl's small. No, so <laughs> no, so they actually use know, someone Jake, who's I'm like over seven foot tall, and they use like a yeah, something to scale model. Per- yeah, yeah. But I mean, like, look, if you can build a rigging arm to pick up the actress that plays Liana to simulate that, but you know what they could have also done? Just had him die with the fucking Dothraki. There you go. When they all charged out into the field of black, I'm sorry, I should I should clarify. The first field of black, or no, the eighth field of black, because I'm, episode three is literally the battle of contrast. All right, the battle of gamma scale on your fucking TV to where the actual fucking cinematographer for the episode told you to get better at fucking fine-tuning your TV if you wanted to see it. Okay. Did you also see what HBO said about that? What? Since you're on it, let's just yeah. talk, about let's talk about episode three. three. We should have already been on that. Part of it was an issue with the compression because the way the signal travels like on the app or through the um, through the actual channel, the compression is one of the reasons why it ended up so dark. And yes, even on my 4K TV... It was dark, but I wasn't pissed. I was like, hey, guess what? If it's fucking nighttime, nobody's going to see shit anyway. And again, I get where people are 
uh, where people More didn't annoyed. like it. Right. But the people who railed against it, again, they're just railing against oh, it to rail against it. Who I'm it. railing against is a cinematographer who told you, get good, son, fix your fucking TV game. Because this is something, Jake, that is part of cinematography. If you're, I don't disagree. If you're filming something for TV, you need to know how to account for things. Just like how back in the day... Uh, in black and white TV, everybody had to wear these giant, vibrant colors because when it gets scaled into fucking grayscale, it needs to look a specific way. You had to make concessions with how you dressed your shot for how it will be observed by the audience. By telling your audience, fuck you, get good, when you should have, you need to, if you're going to have to worry about compression... You're going to need to make those decisions in post-production. You're going to need to work on the lighting scale. This is something that should be handled on your end. If you're going to worry about, if it's going to look, because Jake, it was, it was Dude, a the mess worst, of dark. See, the only time I had difficulties was when Rhaegal and Viserion were fighting each other. Like whenever they were falling, not being able to tell which one was which. That's the yeah. only time I where did find it, it bothered fucking me. Hilarious That's that... the only time where the oh, darkness hey, it's bothered super me. Super dark. Okay. Yeah, it's super dark. You know what? Now let's make it a different kind of dark by adding snow. It was just but, so wait, annoying. So with all that said, still, that episode has one of the most beautiful shots I have ever seen in any TV show or movie. Which one? The one where Rhaegal and Drogon are above the clouds and the moon is in the background. Yes. They're that, Batman moment. Yes. They're, bat, they're, bat, yes. they're Batwing moment. Yeah. Yes. Dude, that shot That was, was really delicious. Fucking. Yes. Part of it was because you could see everything that was going on because it was lit properly. See, I still don't think it was lit <laughs> properly because it was still dark also. You just had that that uh, uh, radiance of the moon bouncing and that's, off of there. It's just there was it, more it was light so, points in the dude, shot. That shot was fucking beautiful. Absolutely I beautiful. I really wish they would have just said that it was on purpose, yeah. the lighting, because it's obvious that it was. the it, way. It's very obvious that it was. The way that it was just everything is condensed. It was not an issue with compression. It was an actual decision, which that would be understandable because the night is dark and full of terrors. Night has come and my watch has started. It is a theme for it. They could have said they could because and in shows and movies back in the day, if they were going to have a super dark episode, they would actually put something on the screen so you could fucking scale your brightness if you wanted to. Kind of like how games it it should be this dark, but scale it to your liking. Yeah, it, they should have had something like that because. Anybody who has HBO can also pause it pretty much. So, so since there's been some time to pass, episode three I fucking loved. Dude, to me I liked that that felt like a fucking masterpiece. By the time I finished the gamut of emotions that I went through, I'm like it's yeah. it's fucking phenomenal. And since I said I would take notes, <laughs> I have notes. I didn't I don't have no notes. I know. Okay. That's okay. So note number one, Ghost and Jorah. For what that scene that of them riding, so, I was like, oh, I was like, oh, that's fucking dead. badass. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, they're dead, but that's badass, right? Did you notice the score throughout the episode period? I pointed out one specific part. I noticed that I liked it. I didn't pay particular attention beyond that, dude. The fucking score. Go back and rewatch it. That score is so incredible. Like 
it's the the battle of castle black times three because i really noticed the what they what they did with the score in that episode and this is cranked up dude there's like subtle hints of metal like rock and roll metal like to that score and the one well, I called yeah, out the most. Yeah, because half your fucking army is a, a fucking Iron Maiden album. <laughs> <laughs> and so I put on here the score, the way it sounded during the whole, man, the walls, man, the walls. Dude, that score, oh, it's fucking incredible. I've got chills just thinking and, about this shit. It's so good. And on mine, okay, I will say this. Yeah, I know a lot of times when I have issues, you think it's me just being a little bitch. Sometimes. And- I can agree. Sometimes it is like I could say dumb shit. Like, why the fuck were the catapults in front of the army? Like, you're, but yeah. no, no, that's that's being a pedantic dumb shit. It was just shot. A lot well. of a lot of it was what people shooting. are complaining how, about exactly. is pedantic. But here's my issue with it: is the trench. I do agree with, I, but I, a lot of ideas. I uh, things that can make me start not liking something is when you ask a question, like at the end of Avengers Endgame. Peter goes back to school, Ned sees him, and he's crying because it makes you seem Ned lived, right? This is five years later. Why is Ned still in school? Scott Lang's kid's grown up. Why ain't he? Because that's Ned a was snapped, you have to but ask. not his daughter. That's no, no, why. Because oh. that's that's why. So, so those people who are the same age hope, are ones that were I snapped. I really hope, I really fucking hope they bring that up in the Spider-Man movie. Because again, Spider-Man, same age, like, got snapped. Like, they can just say, I know your classes are much shorter this uh, now, or they're in a remedial thing. There's been some people bring that up. But. I hope so, because that hit me. Oh, did you, you know watch the movie? Yes. Yesterday. The kid during the, the yeah. That, I had yeah. to look it up last no, night. No, I heard it on a podcast. Iron Man. I know. Okay. Holy shit. No, nah, but no, we'll talk. No, dude, that'll be that, the postscript. Dude, stop. Whenever I found out about that, I'm like, that's that but, is America's ass. Really, really <laughs> quick. That that fucking Tony Spider Man reunion was the fucking, fucking most touching thing in the entire fucking oh. movie. Anyway, so we'll say and it that. also showed like the fact that the kid was there showed that. Like, yeah, he actually took his mentorship role very yeah. seriously, which actually puts a homecoming in a new light yep. to where he was, he wasn't just not telling Peter. He was trying, he yeah. was being an idiot about not telling him because the whole problem with him and fucking Peter was him just not saying, yeah. yes, we know we're working on it. That would have, but him and, and his being a protectorial role. So good. And just the, the anyway. showing that kid shows, yeah. but anyway. But I didn't know who that was. I was point. like, who's the random emo kid? Yeah, anyway. I couldn't sleep <laughs> so. last night and around like two o'clock in the morning, I ended up looking up. But anyway, anyway, what I'm trying to say is things that actually make, pulled me out of the episode and made me realize, because at first view, when I saw it, I was like, yeah, this is pretty cool. But then I realized like things that they had because. They needed a scene of someone hiding from the zombies. Which was a really fucking but amazing here's the thing. scene. It's a great it's scene. such a great like Resident Jake, Evil Left for Dead type of scene. It is an amazing scene. scene, but here's the problem when you think about it. She was, she was going full fucking Warframe on him three seconds ago, and now she's terrified. That, the fact that they used Arya for it was a problem. They could have done so many different... But here's the thing. Arya was just going flip Ninja McGee on him in just an utter But she badass. got overwhelmed. Yes. And, and she knocked her head. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. She could be easily hiding from him, but stone-faced. But they didn't want that. They wanted somebody hiding from fear. When they had so many characters who could have been doing that, 
but they decided to use Arya because Arya is popular. When I started realizing the things of like that, where it's just they but needed Arya the, being they, afraid. Not, Jake, Jake, give me a sec. They needed the scene to tick off. They needed that scene. They knew Arya was popular, so they used her. Completely disregarding the character of Arya. What's going to have more dramatic weight? John being afraid or Arya being it afraid? It didn't have to be either of them. But, I mean... <sighs> no, she still could have done that scene, but not been afraid. Because that's the whole point of Arya is she's detached. Not in the way she wishes, but she's still detached from everything. Well, if she they was detached, done, she wouldn't have had sex. They if she was done, still completely detached. No, you no, gotta I'm, rem- I'm saying she's not detached in the way that she wants to be, in like the faceless man way, to where nothing matters. Okay, but the fact that she was, she knows that she can hold herself well, and she knows she can go cat in the fucking canary or cat cat on the canary shit, where she can just or cat in the canals. I'm sorry, and just be like. Put her presence down to nothing, because they did that. Some of her, some of the things where she was like analyzing everything, but she was analyzing it and still being like pants shitting, terrified of it. But they could have handled that better if they realized they wanted Arya to have a scene where she's stealthily hiding. But no, they wanted a scene where somebody is scared and hiding, and they knew Arya was popular, so they said, "You know what? Let's have Arya do it." Completely disregarding the character of Arya. So things like that are the things that are pulling me out of it. It's kind of what... Things like that are what pulling me out of this series. I went in there and was like, I'm not going to be pedantic Bob. I'm not going to be a pedant Bob. And I was like, holy shit, this is getting bad. This is, like, not bad, bad, but just... Oh my god, you can see the fucking... You can see the threads just unraveling. It's like, oh... Yeah, no, uh, it was too enjoyable. I get, I get, like I totally just no, blacked that, out with your t- entire like I get everything it, you just complained about. I didn't hear a word of it because I just blacked didn't. out. Of course you didn't, because you don't want to. You want to be no, fucking blind. No, it's it's not. I, even I'm that. not. No, I'm not going to shit on somebody for liking it. It's just noticing that kind of fucking just pull like peeks behind the curtain at some of the problems with it, and then you start noticing problems more. So that's sort of like what I am at now. But, I was I was forgiving a lot of problems and then like that right there just like but that's too part that's fuck but what you're describing is part of the problem with the people who are bitching and complaining is that there's not enough understanding or flexibility they think that a character always has to be one way and that's just the way it is whenever oh. as throughout the show and throughout the books everyone changes in some form or fashion. So, the same people who are bitching and complaining about John and John standing up and screaming at a dragon who thinks everybody he who just thinks expects he's going to die. He's just fucking done. Exactly. And I get people that. who are bitching about see it was dorky as fucking oddly shot, but I get the point, okay? <laughs> right. But it's the but see but, that's the thing. I I guess for me it's like how can you under like you personally, how can you kind of be like that's a Understanding, that's just, but yeah, you that's can't just, understand how someone but, who was literally overwhelmed by these massive amounts okay. of fucking will, undead that somehow, because of that, they still okay. don't know fear. Okay, Jake, Jake. Okay, I'll answer that with this. That where John finally just says fuck it and just shouts in death. Because he has no nothing. You know what else no. they showed? At least four different times of him trying to get past it and just the frustration and the uh, just being just understanding of the futility of it. You know what you didn't get with Arya, which you completely overlooked when you blacked out of what I was saying? The fact that it went in one scene and then 
Sharp cut. Not necessarily. Terrified. Dude, she was fighting. She got overwhelmed. She hit she her head, and then she got covered by dead bodies. She got out and managed to roll down them, trying yeah. to get out of the steps, and she's still being overwhelmed. Yeah. That's the part you're forgetting. Hiding. She She's kicking ass. Then you get this massive amount of them, and she hits her head, which fucks her up because that automatically disorients her, and she's just trying to get away. Just the fear of, like, holy shit, they keep coming, and no matter what I do, it's not good enough. That is why she's afraid. I, that level of the pants-shitting terror. There's afraid and there's pants-shitting terror. In that scene, it was a pants-shitting terror. No, because if it was pants-shitting terror, she wouldn't be able to move between those bookcases. She wouldn't have been able to formulate a plan of how to get out. And if you notice, her plan was fucking wrong. She went the wrong direction. Because, again, it wasn't pants-shitting terror. It was a realization of, holy shit, this is some next-level type shit, and... I've, I've got to stop. It let's did. compose myself and let's there was no figure this out. There. She was terrified the whole time. Well, dude, what but was no, it? No, no, that moment, that moment would have been great. What you just said would have been perfect if they built the scene around Arya because she had that moment where, you know how I said, how I was saying, like, she, like, Arya keeps breaking through in the last episodes. Arya keeps breaking through from the nobody she's trying to be. That would have been a great way to fucking center herself and reintroduce the get back into the game. But they didn't. But I asked this because I literally. If they built around Arya, they would have done that. But instead of saying, we need someone terrified running through the fucking castle or the keep, let's just use Arya. I literally don't remember who he said this to, but who was it that asked Ned if he was af- if he was afraid and he said yes, and they're like, "Well, how can you be brave and afraid?" And Ned says, "That's the only time a man can be brave." Do you remember who it was that he said that to in the books? I can't remember if it was in the show, but do you remember who that was? Either he said it on the road to John, or he said it to Catelyn. Yeah, I don't remember oh, which one. Well, I think it was to Catelyn when they were talking about how like the, like the the weird shit he's about to get into in the in the south. But I would imagine that's probably not the first time he said that. I'm not and, and the, oh. yes, this is me putting shit on it just like I do with Harry Potter and this is me kind of like adding some extra shit. But Ned being Ned, like just think about it. If he says that, what are the chances that one or more of his children heard that exact same thing? Or asked him that exact same question. But here's the thing. But that's part of it. Is that. And I'm not saying that that's why they wrote it that way. That's not. I'm not saying that's why they did write it that way. But if you think about it. It makes sense. It's something that's already established. The only way you can be brave is if there's fear. But at the same point. Being brave is not. uh, Would be if she saw somebody about to get attacked by them. And jumped up even if she was afraid. She was just getting away from him, Jake. Bravery and that aspect. Like I said, apple. Like I just said, apples and pears. They're both tree fruits, but they're two different types of Plus, tree fruits. on top of all this, there's nothing worse. Think of that scene in Tombstone. All right? He's talking to hold Don. On, hold on, hold on. I'm going sequentially. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to think of every scene in Tombstone. <laughs> we're not friends anymore. Okay, Further. go. Okay, so <laughs> Doc Holliday's in the bed, and Wyatt is saying, 
everything happened so fast with Curly Bill, I didn't have a chance to think about it. I had plenty of chance to think about this, right? Whenever you're in the moment, like anytime you do anything in the moment, you you can't think about it. It's all reactionary yeah. and you just, and things go Lizard the way brain. they go. Yeah. But the worst thing that can happen is whenever you have a chance to think about it. Like whenever you get that break, like Arya does, there's that, wh- however that break works out, right? She's no longer just fighting in the moment. She's, she got away and now she's in this room and she's like, holy shit, right? Okay. There's, there's something about that, that break in the action mm-hmm. that gives you the opportunity to really, to actually and, understand and think about those Jake, odds. I'm not disregarding your point because I understand describing the situation, you know, working from there. Like, okay, being able to say this is how she could do it. But at the same time, all I can see is the actual decision by the store, by the creators as to why they did it. That's my point on it. It's the fact that it was so, all I could see is the, and at the same time, just as much as you're ascribing your points, I'm ascribing mine. Okay. It's all, uh, we're both kind of subjective in our points. Before we go forward, let me ask you this question, because this is a point that I'm making and I'm, and I, I like to make this point I'm about sorry I'm things. ruining. You have notes. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? I actually I'm have sorry. notes and talking I'm points. Sorry, and you bitch about me not talking enough. And then what happens? I'm anyway, sorry. Let me ask you this, Bob. Let's say that George R. R. Martin finishes the books. Or let's just say that the next book, Wins a Winner, has this battle in it, okay? Okay. And... If that writing, if the what he writes out, let's say it's similar. That doesn't have to be 100% yeah. true to point. But if he writes that same scene with Arya as it plays out in the show. It would be easier to understand because you have the narration. Okay. It would be an Arya chapter, so there'd be narration. It would be easier to understand what's going on. And that's where our, that's where our diversion's coming because... You're ascribing it in in terms of story. Me being a cynical fuck, I'm ascribing it in terms of and maybe how that's, it was shot. And why maybe that's it why it breaks it all down. Is I'm tired of the fucking cynicism. Yeah, <laughs> because I wish because I wasn't here's the that thing. Cynical about that's what it. I love about pointing out shit to people because it's like, look, if this shit happens in the books and Arya kills the yes. Night King, are you people still going to bitch? They're like, well, oh. and you know the oh, response no, we'll I to, get? I'll have to wait. The I'll response I get is, oh, the Night King isn't in the books. I was like, okay, the Night King as we know it in the show? No. The Night's King? Yes. The Great Other? Yes. So the fuck what? It could still be the same exactly. person. It could turn out that way in the book. And if it happens that way, are you still going to bitch I'm and sorry. complain? Uh, you're, are Not you, you, you. I'm talking about army? people on oh, Twitter. no, 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 no. no. I'm still. But, I'm, I'm also doing the hypothetical with you. I'm sorry, people. Are you saying that there is an army with no commander? What the fuck? I mean, it's it sure it hasn't been stated because what fucking leader is riding out front? You ride in the back. He's probably still in the lands of always winter. Fuck. And I it's mean, just it's just the yeah. same way with people who are going crazy oh, about that about shit. WoW Classic. The same people who are oh. going crazy <laughs> about that. I like to point out that WoW hey, Classic kind of sucked. And I'm it like, was a broken mess to where you can only have like eight fucking debuffs and eight buffs. And people were so like, have fun with and, that. And fuckos. so some of the, the feedback that I received, like on this big Twitter thread, like this dude was like, well, what you don't understand is that people have already been playing it on private servers. Cool. Congratulations. And, and this- guess what have been happening on those private servers? They have been adding updates to it. 
Because I know somebody who actually fucking was so pissed off when one of the big ones got closed yeah. because of the start of because cl- they were going to start a yeah. classic. She always played that. She just that's when she played. That's when she that loved it. But they kept adding quality of life improvements. But that's the thing is they they're like we don't want the quality of life. Yes, I was you like, fucking do. You say that now yes, until the game shows up. You say that right now, but. Guess what? When you motherfuckers are stuck and have to actually walk your dumb asses into Molten Core and you're halfway through it and everybody's fucking armor is dead, you're going to be pissed that someone can't drop a fucking engineering item, okay? But Fuck yeah, you. These are the same people, though. It's, it's the same type of person. Because the same people who on WoW are like, well, you just don't understand what that community's like. No, I remember what classic what vanilla was like. And no, it you fucking don't, sucked. You- no, I... I, I what I experienced Rat in that fourteen day trial, it, what I oh, experienced in trial? that fourteen day trial, was not as good as Guild Wars, which is why I kept playing Guild Wars. And I even mentioned that I was like, it was a shit product, and and that's all there is to it. What helped it was the World of Warcraft name and Blizzard. What what it was <clears throat> was what everything that Blizzard is. It's taking something someone else did and making it slightly different. Right. Wow was EverQuest ish. Yeah, and that's the same point that I Guild try Wars to was its own thing. That I try to make all these people. Guess yeah. what? I'm okay if I'm wrong. I if if WoW Classic becomes something much better than current WoW, cool. I'm okay with being wrong. Yeah. If George R. R. Martin writes things seats. out differently than what I'm saying, cool. I'm okay with being wrong. But you know what the problem is? Those people aren't okay with being yeah. wrong. And I know they're not okay with being wrong. And even to further prove my point, now to finish the, the wow part of this, is I actually screenshot. This dude was like, said, hey, why don't we come back in a year and look in a year and look at the subscriber numbers? So what did I do? I literally went into my calendar on on my <laughs> phone and for April of 2020, I put check wow subscribers. Because yes, I, I will I'm okay. If I'm wrong, I will still say, hey, you know what? You were right. I'm sorry, but, but that's a self-fulfilling prophecy because subscription numbers have been dwindling since Wrath because Wrath was the the perfect expansion. Everybody felt overpowered, and it was beautiful, okay? Yeah. It was busted and beautiful. But, Everything was fucked. And but, I agree, but that, but I'm like, hey, I'm okay with being wrong. But the same people who were complaining about Aria. my very last point with Arya being the one that finishes the Night oh, King. fuck it. We're jumping around. We're going to talk uh, about this the right same now. Per- the same people who bitch about that, if it's written out in the books and works out that way... Are you going to fucking bitch about it? This is my problem with the writing, okay? This is my problem with the writing. It can be so good because what has this whole episode been? I mean, hell, even that scene where John's charging at the Night's King. The I felt like the Night Subversion King was actually trying. I That's felt like he was this. trying to like lure John away whenever they were on their dragons, like on purpose. He was oh, trying no, to he get was John just away. With but no, that's the way I felt. But like no. that's my that's oh. my note. Is that's how I felt in the moment. I felt like he was you trying had to five notes. Yeah, you fuckers, but dude. Anyway, I was so no, no, into no, no. this fucking Jake, Jake. episode. Here is my point. This t- the title of this fucking episode is Subversion in the Dark. All right, because one, you can't see shit. And two, you see John, the protagonist, charging with sword drawn. You think he like Night King's gonna pull out his? No. 
He's a fucking necromancer, and he's full of dead bodies. What does he do? He vogues. He strikes a pose and lets those bodies move and to that the was music. Kind of, and that was kind of my that point to some people. Because people who were bitching about it not being John and the Night King one-on-one, what? I'm like, dude, oh, the no, Night no, King no, had plenty of opportunities, and he bitched out I'm, every single time. I'm almost done with this point. Let me get to this. And then with Arya, okay? They called back. It, and yes, if it just was out of nowhere, she flipped it and whack, we would be having a different conversation where but, we would be talking about that shit in the library where she was hiding, but, where you were aspiring. Of course she would have known that. But, but this is, a, Jake, but this is a key button hook. I love that you do it. This is a key button hook to the thing. What happened last fucking season when she dueled with Brienne? Exactly. A much taller person. Block exactly. the sword, drop it, and whack showed that it is part of her repertoire. And it was not fucking... And I was expecting the writers to fucking come back to this, okay? They did it. They let it simmer. And they pulled a Martin. This is why I think they actually are listening to Martin shit some. Because his whole thing is show a prophecy to prove that it's false. You cannot put stock in prophecy. You put stock in people. Whereas you have John, who's being touted as Azora High. You have Danny. She's Azora High. What's going to happen with dragons? Dragons are fire. They're going to counteract the Night's King. Guess what happens? He's just cold chilling in a fucking wreath of flame. And what happens? You have the person who was trained as an assassin is an assassin. The end's like, oh, she was able to get past all those others? Not fucking shit. You just showed her hiding from zombies, okay? She's a fucking assassin. Oh, that's a good point. I didn't even think about that. She did hide from, She hid from all those fucking zombies. That's a good point. I didn't even think about that. The problem with that scene is that she was terrified as balls the whole time. She was pants-shitting terrified. Not the fact that she was hiding. (laughs) She knows how to hide. So, yes, she... Snip, 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 snip. Wah! She just like fucking yarg! Dude. No fucking shouting, just yarg! Nah, here's Cat, actually. Bitch, I got your hands. Like, drop it, stab him actually, in the gut. My, Fuck you. My biggest problem Ugh. with that is that it drug on too long. Like, a the little whole bit, yes. Him and Bran staring at each other. Because they said that they filmed it at like. Uh, I think Miguel Sapochnik said that he kind of broke the rules and they filmed it at like 90 frames per second, like that section, because he knew that he wanted to slow it down. But it was slowed down too much. It was. It It took all the fucking... Because there was an actual chance when I was watching this, like, holy shit, is the the army of the dead going to march south? Yeah. Oh, speaking of the brand thing, I actually have a theory of why he peaced the fuck out with his Raven posse. All right, when he went that so mm-hmm. three-eyed raven, I hoped it still may happen. He's going to the Kranig men. He's going to Moat Kalen. He's sending those ravens out to people to help with the fight in the south because he knew how it was going to end. And on that note, since I just said that, can we give a shout-out to motherfucking Lou Boo? Theon. Can we give a yeah. shout-out to Theon, Lou Boo, just fucking holding the gates of Hulao, just... Fucking going ape shit on all the dead with this fucking pipe, dude. That Holy was so shit. good. That it, those two interactions with him and Bran, like I again, I've got chills just I thinking love about that. it. I loved him. I hated Bran's acting just because that's how he's supposed to be. He's like, yeah. you are a good man, and then he just fucking charges like. That it, was. I'm so pissed off at that. It, it was, was just a. Well, it was. It was the same thing as like as it was kind of the same thing as Harry Potter, right? Because Bran knew what to say to him. Yeah. No, Theon he was going to charge Theon anyway. knew he was going to die. 
right? Theon knew yeah. it was over. And it's brand, just nice to know that. And Bran knew what to say to him. Even though it was it was authentic, he knew what to say to Theon to give him that last little bit of consternation, no, that solace. last little bit. All he needed was solace in that matter. And it's like, all it's right, It's the fact that it made it. it seem like, let me charge now. He was going to charge regardless. Yeah. Because this was his job. But he had more Bran purpose. to the last. Also, let's look at all bodies he made all them fucking bodies all right he's fucking just putting hawkeye to shame just in both aspects both as him and as fucking ronin which i'm kind of glad ronin showed up like the fact that he went full fucking ronin that was awesome it was so good and it took me a while to realize that it was halfway it was like when he pulled off the hood i was like oh shit yeah he's supposed to be ronin in this one because they actually gave him the outfit with the weird pop collar and everything it was great but back to Back to Westeros. Dude, I don't know how I survived emotionally after watching episode three on Sunday and then in game that following Monday. I don't know how I survived. <laughs> I, I really don't, dude. You know what? Let's just take a. Uh, okay, let's hurry up. Okay, so I think we've said all we said about three. Oh, one thing about three. Uh, why the Where the lighting fucked it, okay? I could have sworn Arya gave Sansa the Valyrian dagger. I didn't know she was giving her one of the obsidian ones because it was too fucking dark. Oh, yeah, it was an obsidian. Dark. I could tell it was one I of couldn't. the obsidian. But, um... Because she pulled it out where she usually keeps that dagger and gave it to her. Real quick, before we finish up, yeah. three fucking little lady shot collar Oh, Mormont. God, little lady shot collar killing a fucking giant. I know, whenever giant. the giant came through and brushed her aside, I was like, like no! 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 And then she went Dude, charging. Dude, I sent you I'm a like, fucking text! No, no. Like, right when I saw it, I was like, no! And I was like... <laughs> No, 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 no. And then she gets picked up, and I was like, no. And then she comes back. Oh, dude. Uh, The moment that happened (sighs) is when I realized, holy shit, I think the Army of the Dead's going to (laughs) win. Because little lady shot collars fucking rocking with them. Oh, Oh. fucking little bear, man. And, you know, so long, House Mormont. But anyway, dude. No, No, Mage She died, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. all dead. And then let me tell you. This is, and I think I told you in the text message, right? Poor Tormund lo- losing his daughter like that. <laughs> but whenever that scene in the gods would happen, like I'm watching it, and dude, I was, I was like shaking the first half of the episode, like I didn't know what was going to go on, and I'm, I'm like, but then the slow mo shaking, starts, and you're like, and oh. then I was like, what the fuck? And then whenever Arya saw Melisandre. For whatever reason, I wasn't thinking her oh, closing I eyes. Blanked. I, I I wasn't thinking closing eyes. I was I like, I thought she was going to be one. Exactly. Yeah. That was where I was. I was like, fuck, no, not Arya. Because for some reason, when I heard it, I thought you said she would have many eyes. Yeah, I know. I not th- close. Same. Okay. And, good. Yeah. And then so <laughs> that scene was happening, and I'm like, fuck, this is taking too long. I noticed in the moment. That they drew it out too long, like the whole brand. Yeah, it's going to be safe. Thing. Everything's going to happen because if you're going to no, end something, it's going to be if if you want a shocking ending, it is. Bam. Yeah, it that's a good point. But whenever whenever Brand lowers his eyes, I was like, "Holy shit, Brand's about to fucking get it." Yeah. I for whatever reason in that moment I was like, "He's fucking dead." I was like, it, it's done. I was like, I don't know how this is going to play out, but Bran is dead. And then whenever Arya came flying through the air, I was like, like oh, shit, this is going to get. And then, and then she I gets saw caught. Her drop and I was like, oh, fuck. 
Did you watch the reaction videos? No, fuck that. I don't watch the reaction videos. No, 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 no. Like, people in bars, like, these reactions are, like, a bar full of people, and they're showing the the, the episode on huge screens across <laughs> a bar, and you watch everybody whenever she gets, like, she comes flying through the air, and you see everybody go, yes! And she gets caught, and you hear everybody go, no! <laughs> and then she drops it, and whenever she drops it, it's quiet, and she catches it, and people start to go, yeah! Just about the time that she goes to stab is fucking phenomenal. But dude, I'm sitting also, there. Also, that's exactly how the best villain in uh and uh I've got and, chills uh, talking about that episode, what was it? man. Uh that Far scene. Cry history was killed too. That's how Voss is killed in oh, Far really? Cry three. <laughs> is you go to stab him and he like blocks you and you just drop it, grab it, and just right up in his gun right up so, in his fucking face. So dude, like whenever it happened, I was like, oh shit. Oh shit. Oh shit! Oh shit! <laughs> what? 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 Oh damn! Oh damn! And I started freaking out so bad that Annie came running downstairs. She was upstairs, and I didn't have the door completely closed, like to the basement. It was just mostly closed. And I hear a thump, and she comes like <laughs> charging in to check on me because oh I'm freaking out, dude. Oh my god, that's so adorable! Yeah. All right, let's try and rush through episode four so we can talk about Avengers. Okay, <laughs> real quick. Episode four, meh. Yeah, it, I mean, I'm, I'm, I don't hate so, it. Right, I mean, well, let's burn th- first. Burn through the quick setup. So it starts out burning of the bodies, which, yeah, the pet ants were annoyed with because they're so obsessed. What's with, the point in like burning no, no, bodies no, 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 now? No, 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 no. Here's why, and I get the pet ants being because these are these are super fans that were upset with this part. Um, of course, House Mormont's not going to complain. But think about the other houses. Think about the Dondarians not having the fucking bones of their uh, of Barrack brought to them. Oh God, rest in peace, barricade the hallway. Oh, that fucking voice is lost to us now, Jake. Yeah. Oh, seriously, I love his goddamn voice. Shit, that awakens things in me. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> like that, I get I get people who are getting pedantic about that. Because they're so deep into the lore of the of Westeros that they actually see that as a slight to the like if that were to happen. Because think about one of the reasons people hate fucking Ned is he didn't fucking bring the bones back at the Tower of Joy. He just burned them all there and left them. Yeah. In a mass grave, and that was a huge slight to the families. That kind of thing. Uh, but I mean, come on, it's it's visual. And I, I love that. I saw people said like, really? I only see like 12 fucking pyres. They don't see slightly in the background. That's not a tree line. That is a mound of bodies, okay? that's just, There's just so many of them, you no longer see the row. It's just you see it as a mound. There's more. They just, you know, put a fucking throughway. <laughs> I mean, shit, they're yeah. still there. But, uh, yeah, so because they established there's – a lot of barren land. There's no tree around. There's no. There's no tree line yeah, for security. It's all security. open ground. Yeah. So when you see slightly beyond the pyres, also that as giant mound be. that look if like you, if you've tree, got a yes. large keep, you shouldn't have any forest around because then people yes. can't just sneak up on you. Yeah, anyway. and also there'd be no forest around you because it was used to make the keep. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. Uh, unless you're wanting to hide the keep. We forgot one thing about okay. episode three. Fucking Sansa and Tyrion. I thought they were gonna die. They were gonna slit the wrists. 
No, I didn't think that, but I thought that that was so sweet. There was something so moving about them being behind that, um, that the plant yeah. or the sarcophagus, right? And they're sitting there, and they're like, well, I, I, looks like we're going to go out and fighting. I and do understand one thing that I just the thought it was so sweet. On three as well. Again, for the book, people who are deep into the story's lore, every king of winter was buried with an iron sword across them solely to keep them from rising. And yet they rise. That kind of thing. I get people who are upset, but again, it wasn't in the mo- in the show, in the show's canon. So, but I get people who are upset yeah. by that because that is a fucking Chekhov's gun that I would love to go blank. Because they kept saying, the crypts are very safe. The crypts will be safe where we keep our bones. But at the <clears> same time, um, in Westeros, you burn the bodies and just have the bones. They shouldn't have been rising. They should have just been a pile of fucking bones. Because that's what the fucking hooded ladies do. They clean your body, they strip it of flesh, and they present you the bones, not the body. They even say it in season two, I want my father's bones to rest with the with his uh with his brother and sister and his father. The bones, not the body. There's nothing like the army of the dead is not walking skeletons. They are raised corpses. So there shouldn't have been. But that's me. That that is actually show canon, and it shouldn't yeah. have been. But I get. Anyway. I would have loved that not to happen. And also, I want to put a shout out. I want to put on blast that little fucking girl. All right, she did not do her job. She was supposed to protect the cribs. She did not. And yes, we were right. Uh. Uh, Gilly is pregnant, not the actor. Yeah. We thought that was okay. So you have like all the hugs, all the like, I'm sorry. I, they, I like the fact that again, my point from the last episode of the, or the last episode of the podcast of so much shit could be fixed. If John just said anything, well, if I mean, that's a lot slightly of, longer, like, like that's a lot John of shows rode a dragon. And, John, that's a lot would, of shows, books, all sorts of things. Why to where, was Tormund being Hall? John did all this when the free folk are not a sexist society. There's plenty of female leaders, and it was Danny who was roasting things constantly. I think it's just because Tor because he was boots on the ground. John was John was on the ground fighting, and with Tormund and John, there's so much and like also, brothers. He literally just but, said. Like, why aren't you a knight? It's like, because girls can't be. That's a stupid rule. Like, that, right. that, like well, the fact that you go from one episode doing that and then at the... But I think during that, like, in the course of drink and everything like that, you're probably going to tout your brother over someone else. I and can I understand. Think... I, I hope it's just because it was in media res, because they were just talking about the shit they were doing. Yeah. And Daenerys, of Which course, would also make the... sense. Yes, if they were saying, like, dude... Dude, did you see the little one? She killed a thing. Did you see what what uh, this guy did? And did you see what John did? And you know this? This motherfucker also flew a dragon okay, as well. So there's only one thing that I will be pedantic about what? in that episode. And that is where the hound asks um, or says something to Arya about killing that horny fucker or the that horned fucker. How did the hound know that he had horns? The Night King. That's a fair point. Well, and he also, did see him. He did see him beyond the wall. Like, oh, yeah, in that frozen but that was lake. far off on the. 
it. True, but, yeah. but I he, mean, he was the only one without a fucking uh, a uh, Jethro Tull mullet. Yeah, like <laughs> like all That's the true. other others. But no, I, for whatever reason, I, I kind of answered that myself because I was like, how the fuck, how did the hound yeah. know that the Night King? What had I really horns? don't get is why the hound. Uh, well, no, I get it. I get the hound was just being a fucking miserly fuck when he was giving Gendry shit for trying to find Arya, and also. Again, pedantic. Why did fucking why did why did Gendry get on one knee? Proposals don't fucking happen in I feudal know, situations. That's just that's just I, I know it's shorthand think, because yeah. you the audience know it, but looking at it, it's like, man, that But like, let me tell you, I'm excited for Tango and Cash to be back together right now. Yes. The I will say this, those were the only two instances where I sort of understood. I don't really get why Club Game Bowl's happening. Be- well, no, it's- no. If they would have established anywhere at some point, just at least him saying once or twice, he's kind of terrified with what his brother has become. Like he saw him, he's fucking not that. Because uh, I don't even think you it could was have that. said Ian McShane. I don't when he was with I- when he was with Ian McShane <clears throat> when he started getting religion again. When he started getting, he stopped hating his brother as much. Now he just wants to set him free. If they would have worked it on there, but now it just seems like he's I think pissed his off brother, and wants to kill his no, brother. No, I think his brother is just the one person that he has always hated. Yeah. Like whenever he say whenever he says that hate is a motivator, he's talking about the hate for his brother. Yeah, because but he can just go like there's nothing. But it's always him. been there. But uh, that hate has always been there. In the first yeah. season, we see the amount of disgust that it, that that is between is between the two, the two of them. At the same time, Sandor Clegane is singular. He's always about himself. And sure, he may hate his brother, but I'm sorry if I hated somebody to know that he's fucking dead and walking around and has no agency in his life. I would be fucking thrilled. All right? And something tells me Sandor is my kind of broken. All right? But if they would have established at any point the fact that he actually, like, it's not... He doesn't want to kill his brother. Like, between seeing what he become, what Ian McShane helped make him, okay? I don't even know the name of his character. He's Ian fucking McShane. <laughs> and the fact that he made the realization that... He was so good in that one episode. Oh, God. Dude. Just everything about him came across. It didn't seem forced just because he knows how to fucking act. Yes, he does. But uh, if he would have, like, just made something to under to bring about the fact that he just he just kind of wants to end it, just be done with all of it. And part of that is letting his brother go and doing this, the one. G- and also, if if someone hates you, the best thing you could do is something really nice for him. And freeing his brother from his eternal prison would be another douche move. Yeah. Now, Arya leaving completely makes sense. She still has her list. I do kind of hope that she encounters Nymeria again and Nymeria oh. and her wolf pack. Because oh, then really it would be Arya, so. the Hound, and her the wolf. wolf. Yeah, you'd have Wolverine. You'd have the, the wolf hound and the Hound and the wolf. Okay, dude, I'm telling you, I'm kind of hoping that that happens. They are the Fox and the Hound. The Fox is known for being uh, to burrowing, sh- popping up out of nowhere, and just being a pest to things. They are the Fox and the Hound. That's hilarious. <laughs> but. <laughs> Now, here's the thing. I mean, because I don't want to cover a whole lot of episode four. It's just, just because bland. it's Yeah. There's just dumb things I mean, like, I don't know. How can you get how can you get hit by the same ploy twice? 
Which one? Oh, I don't Which know. Boy? You're like on the whole, Greyjoy's you're on entire people rocks? are hiding behind a rock. When you have air superiority, yeah. fly up. And everybody's just flying around. Yeah. And how can you hit one guy hit a dragon three fucking times when they're flying at an angle and four people not being able to hit one when it's running straight at you yeah. with plot armor. No. Now, the first time I saw, when I saw that, again, it was like, oh, shit moment. But then I started thinking, like, yeah. wait, I was how like, did he load that kit, that crossbow again? That fucking well, thing's no, huge. There was, there was very, each ship had one, and yeah, that's oh, no, why each, there was. When they were showing, like, they were coming from the exact same spot, it was, it was implied that Euron shot down solely. I mean, like, the whole loss of Rhaegal, I was like, nah, you know, whatever. I mean, that sucks. Like, you see the one go through his neck, and you're like, fuck. Oh, I forgot but, to say one point, though. Great visual storytelling. Because one thing that they have a problem with is denoting time. How long did something take? Everything, like, Gendry ran to the fucking wall in, like, an yeah. hour. But if you notice, they used a great, you know how, like, uh, Harry Potter uses the owl flying for the transition yeah. to the seasons? Notice Rhaegal's wing. When they're leaving, it is a tatter. There's giant holes. But in that scene, there's only small holes because hmm, it heals. It was denoting that it's healed over time, over like hmm. possibly a, a maybe a weekish. Yeah, like that hmm. was great visual storytelling because people yeah, I didn't even being that. pedantic fucks saying how are they there this quickly at all? Blah blah blah. Like no 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 yeah. no. Look at the fucking wing, bitch. It yeah. actually shows the time progression by the, how it healed. That was that was good visual storytelling, followed by some shit visual storytelling. But here's here's my thing. Okay. Okay. This is how I'm I. Now I'm I'm throwing out my predictions now. Uh, obviously, okay. I'm not great at it, <laughs> but I know we said Jorah would live. <laughs> what what movie is it where, um, at the end somebody gets like all these jewels or all this gold and then they die as they're trying to escape? Uh, every fucking movie about the uh about monkeys pawing treasure ever. Because I think Sierra that's going to be Braun. Braun is going to get what he wants, but he's going to die before he gets it, before he gets to yeah. enjoy it. So, I, I, Braun's done for. Now, this is what this is my dramatic slash theatrical side that I hope happens. I hope that Jamie catches up to Arya and the Hound, and then they be they beeline it to Cersei. I really hope it ends with him sitting on the throne next to her dead body again. But it ends the way this whole thing started. Ooh, that would be a good one. But oh. here's what here's what I would like to see. Those three going after Cersei, Arya and and the Hound start fighting the mountain because he's on both their lists. Yeah. That way Jamie can go after Cersei. All right. She doesn't have that bodyguard anymore, right? So they and I know the hound. Whenever the mountain dies, the hound dies. Like they're they're gonna die yeah. together. That's that's just all there is to it. Although I really would love if he went back to that abbey. If it ends with him being the grave digger, like it should be. Now, after all the ghosts, Sandor Clegane dies after sending um after sending yeah, after sending ghosts north. Again, this is my theatrical dramatic side right? tormented. Yeah, they. This they is make what the I'd charge. like. No, 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 no. Oh. They take the throne. Daenerys sits the throne. John pieces out, 
and John goes north of the wall. He's just done with all he, the bullshit. Exactly, because that's where he belongs. Just like Ghost belongs north of the wall yes. and in the north, John is of the north. He belongs... I really hope so, because that'll fix he belongs a big there. issue people right. had with it. Now, now, he pieces out, and the sixth episode is a time jump. Say two years pass... And somehow word gets to John, like through Sansa or something, and saying, "Hey, Daenerys well, a is brand's Raven, or yeah, whatever way, <sighs> saying, hey, Daenerys is kind of going Mad Queen, and you, we need we need to stop her." Cue action music. Dun 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 dun. Exactly. Dun, but dun, dun, I dun, mean, dun. would would for you? To One me, one's I'm like, last ch- lost child shows that, up. <laughs> that would be acceptable. For me, can you imagine? Because I'm trying to figure out how they're going to get through all of this and how it's going to end. How are they going to contrive the fact that John's going to sit? Because that's what I'm kind of looking for. I am watching it as someone watches a crash in slow but motion. See, I'm not sure if John's going to sit there, but I'm saying that. Oh, no, they're forcibly. For me, they, they, okay, there are some things about Daenerys that made sense, you know. Her, her, the fact that fucking Sansa's sniping her. Oh, and Sansa, thank you for turning yourself back into the character I fucking hate. Like, <laughs> they swear in front of the fucking Weirwood tree, which is a giant fucking thing. That basically is John saying, if you break this vow, I'm slitting my throat. That is how, that is, would be tantamount to where if you tell a soul, I will cut out my own throat. The end. I am not joking. And he would have done it. It would be on parallel if he were to say that. What happens the very next scene? Tyrion! 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 Guess what? You know that lady who's been acting a little bit crazy but for you no know reason? It, oh, that I've sort of been kind of undermining the whole time just to be a sniping asshole Did to you her? notice that John still kind of kept his word to Daenerys? He didn't tell him. Bran told him. Oh, that's so evil. <laughs> that's so dude. But and honestly, it is like, as douchey, stupid as it is, it is keep, true. in keeping with John because he's too much Ned's kid, even though yep. he ain't Ned's kid. Because Which is, just I like love all those Ned's memes that's like, raisin. Ned kept a secret for 18 years and died because of a secret. Just and then ha- everybody's fucking, like, And Jesus. Sansa can't keep it for five fucking minutes. Right? There's whores off in Bravos who fucking know it already, okay? It's like, I gotta tell you something, I gotta tell you something, I gotta tell you something. It's like, oh, is it that John's actually a Targaryen? Like, who told you? I don't know, some passing fisher? What the now, fuck? Okay, back to my predictions. Okay. The new Prince of Dorne, I'm wondering if it's young Griff. That's how they'll bring some young no, Griff in. Nah. I'm, I'm just curious, but prediction whenever um, at the end of that trailer for the next episode where Euron's looking up at the sky and you hear the dragon cry, I think that it'll be the whole like Drogon with the sun behind him or coming down from the, from above finally to scorch him. But Dario Naharis and the second sons arrive from Marine with her. Now, now I, I was thinking about this last night. This is this is a long this is a long shot, but Dario is the leader of the Second Sons, and ah. Cersei with the Valonqar. What does the Valonqar prophecy say? This. Oh my God! No, the brother, not the son. Oh, but remember, oh, it's gender brother. neutral. It just says it's basically saying the little brother, but which is a the second, second son. Also, hey, Jake. I don't think that's gonna happen. Hey, but Jake. can you imagine you know what if else it would works be super out that fucking way? Cool. Um. 
Why do they know that that's actually the Golden Company? That's not a bad point. No, oh, and granted, it was Bravos, and Bravos really fucking hates Valerians, so yeah. that may be a thing. Now, but- point two: someone was telling me that they heard a theory. Do you remember in season four or five where Drogon just kind of fucked off and they didn't see Drogon, right? There's a theory floating out that oh, because there Drogon, were a few dragons out there, yeah. That Drogon actually had a clutch of eggs. And so whenever you hear that dragon cry, it's actually Daenerys and Drogon with other dragons. Not then that showing would be up. too It it would be a little too would, on the that nose. Would be a, that would be a postscript in the final episode. That's what that would be. It'd be a yeah. postscript. But I mean, I kind of like that yeah. idea too. But I like the idea of you hear the dragon cry and here comes Drogon and the second sons are on the boats and their head or, That'll be the way to get Dario Naharis back into the story and yeah. the second sons. It'll be during this episode. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. I, I like that I blew your mind with the whole that Valencar thing. Cool. That I was thinking cool. of that. I was like, the second sons. But Wait no, a minute. I'm Valencar sorry. Is, a li- is just a little brother or sister, I am and a putting, second son would be a little... I am putting my money on the, the Kingslayer again. All right? He, that, has, that he, would will, be. he will have the trifecta. He will be Kingslayer, Kinslayer, Queenslayer. All right? He will be the most hated person in Westeros. The most cursed person. Like, if you just yeah. think of, like... By the old gods like, and Oh, new. damn you, you fucker He will be curse. a fucking pariah. But. But. Yeah. Brienne's because it is baby anyway. really annoying that Jamie had all this shit, and all of a sudden, I must go to Cersei. But remember, Brienne is um, descended from uh, Sir Duncan the Tall, and how perfect would it be that she's pregnant with Jamie's kid, so that the offspring of Jamie Lannister and an ancestor of Sir Duncan the Tall? Why would? I'm just saying. No, no, I... no. Why would it Sir Duncan? Okay, just in general, it would be cool. Yeah, okay. it would just be awesome. To me, I think it would be awesome if Brienne ends up pregnant. The Jamie giant lion. dies and she's pregnant and has the child, the bastard child of Jamie Lannister. Runs off to the north, hooks up with Tormund. Tormund raised him as a warrior. And then he becomes the biggest Mary Sue in fucking history. Because this is what it, we're turning into Mary Sue. Sorry, dude. But no, I personally I think, think that that's how it's going to end. Is, is Jamie will be Jamie. sitting on because, the throne whenever Daenerys walks Cersei in? Goes, Cersei goes full Mad King. Yeah, they're already talking about how there's barrels. Like you can yeah. see barrels on the the walls and stuff. She's gonna, she's gonna do it. She's gonna do it because she's already fucking done it. And there's been a lot of talk of like, well, does this mean that it's like, well, fuck it, let's just torch King's Landing and go back to Old Town as the capital or establish somewhere else? As see, the that'd capital. be something in the books because they they fucking they they. They there's something going on with Hightower. Like the actual building, it's thought to be made by fucking aliens. Yeah. Like seriously, it's there's something with it's, it's the Giza or, pyramids of Westeros. Worse. Even more weird. Even more weird, dude. Because they have no idea how humans built it, because the bottom is pure obsidian. Yeah. And then it's like Fucking a bunch of like special stones on top of that. It's weird. Also, not out of the realm of possibility for the ending of this show is that everything is in fact going on in the eye of a giant. Nah, no, they're not gonna. I'm just saying it's still in play. 
It's still in play. What? They're Osmosis Jones in it, and they're like emotes. Well, I mean, that's what old Nan. That was one of her things. She's like, some people say that yeah, we live inside also- the eye of a giant, but I mean, like. Seriously, think about it. I mean, if Men in Black, if the first Men in Black can that end the way that it does, joke though. This no Game of Thrones takes do, itself way too seriously. I'm, I'm just saying that it's possible. It's right. still in play. I do. I think it's going to happen. No, I prefer my whole John goes north of the wall after Daenerys wins. He doesn't say anything and he just bump, disappears. Bump, 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 bump. <laughs> I'm telling that you, would I great. would that that would be great storytelling. And to me, that seems like something that George R. R. Martin would do like it ends you have a prologue or an epilogue at the very end or prologue no epilogue which one's the last one epilogue so you have the epilogue at the end like of the last book and it's like oh john is doing all this stuff he does all of his world building and then he's told about daenerys in story to me i just feel like daenerys is going to happen to get got there's yeah she's 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 gonna go crazy yeah She's she Dude, that is. scene in episode four, like where the music changes and everything kind of gets doled out, the sounds, and she's looking at the Lannisters laughing and looking yeah. at the Starks, and you could tell she's got that Mad Queen thing. Well, no, 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 no. She's, she's not, not trusting. She is, yeah, no. She doesn't trust she any isn't of them. trusted. That's the point. She was, she was raised to say that she was like, she would be the savior of Westeros, and here she is. Nobody like yeah, no. I, she no, is. I unwanted. took it the other way. She is uh, no, no, no. Because the Westerosi are fucking bigots. That you have to be like you. If you're not of a specific thing, she's seen as an outsider. I get her being mistrusting because she is an outsider. Think about when Masandi said hello to some people, and they're like, "I'm sorry, you're not white and dirty." Bye. Like no. That I get. It's that mistrust in her, that which is breeding. And Sansa is fucking pouring gas on the fire. I'm all I'm right. Just, I'm just she saying. Is, she, I think well, she's getting to the point to where she is beginning to not trust those around her. To me, that felt oh, very mad kingish. This whole thing is a is a is just an oil fire, and Sansa is knowingly holding a bucket of water ready to dump on it. All right, just to make it worse. She's like, oh, I'll make it better with some water. <sighs> Oil fire. Water okay, just. Piss. Oh, no, let's just wrap. So, do you want to talk about. Uh, Jake, this next is an hour. Uh, yes, we're almost an hour yeah. and a half in, and I'll, well, that way we'll I'll have probably watch it. Game and episode five. Fuck. Dude, in game was so fucking good. I didn't even go such see it again. It was a good fucking. Like, Dude, it did not feel I like three hours. Favorite, That's the first favorite, thing that people uh, would tell me yeah. is that it, you don't feel you like do, you're sitting no, there no, for three hours. No, no, it is long, but you don't care. But uh, No, I didn't feel like I was there for that long. The entire second half is psychotic sci fi craziness of time travel, which is awesome. Like I remember my one of my favorite uh critics he he was doing a whole breakdown of Avengers and was stating that it was a victory lap for Marvel. No. The victory lap for Marvel was being able to retell the same shit a second time and you loved it. That's the victory. Act 2 is the victory lap for Marvel. Let me just say this real quick before we finish up. And then, uh, since we'll talk, since we'll talk about uh, Endgame next week, uh-huh. let me just say this, Bob. I hope that you enjoyed the comic book splash page as much as I did. The assemble part, that bit, yes, yeah, I was half hard, dude. Dude, whenever I heard on your left, whenever I heard uh, I was Falcon, like, what the fuck? I was like, 
what? I was like, oh, what? And then I see everything start opening up. I'm like, oh, shit. Right? Dude, I literally, whenever Cat became worthy, oh, dude, I literally, there were kids sitting behind me, and I go, oh, shit. I know. I know. <laughs> and nobody laughed at the Mungo Cherry line. <laughs> Anyway, but we gotta save that. But you dude, gotta save that. That might have been my favorite again. part of the entire movie. No, that was beautiful. It, again, on that. Oh, I kind of want to see people. I need to rewatch it so it. I can see so I can see how it happened because I don't remember how he ended up with it. Was it Thor just tossed it to him or whatever it was? I don't remember no, he just how it threw happened. It and he just most likely probably just picked it up. But yeah, I need to rewatch it. But so. I, I will say this on this. I, I, I really want to see people bitching about it. Because you had the guys doing the guy things, and then you're like, you know what? We actually do kind of need that scene because we have chicks. all these amazing female characters. And Mantis, <laughs> what did Mantis do? She stood there and played with her fingers. But a dude, bit. that was that was a great fucking scene. Yes, and also, it was. before we wrap this up, Josh Brolin had a raw Julia moment. <laughs> For me, it was Tuesday. It's like, you took everything from me. I don't even know who you are. That's true. He had a fucking raw Julia moment. <laughs> it was great. Dude, oh. and then her reaction. Oh, God. He completely fucking disregarded her entire pain. Oh, and she went dude. ape shit. So I thought she was going to fucking pull a goddamn Last Jedi on him with his so sword. Because you saw her wrap That's up his true. sword. I, didn't I even, thought she was going to fucking gank him. I didn't even think about that being a raw uh, Julia moment. Anyway, but that's anyway, so true. That'll be a button for next <laughs> for me, week. It was all right. Tuesday. You, y'all, y'all, next week's episode will be. God damn. This, this episode may be up on Monday because I got a lot of cleaning to do. And prep for tomorrow, and it's an hour and a half. It's at one twenty-five right now, Jacob. Ugh. Well, the, yeah, you do what you need yeah, to. Yeah, I'll do it's what all I good. need to. I made my predictions. It's on wax. It is at the time of recording. It is Saturday, May eleventh, eleven forty-eight a.m. Mountain Standard Time. <laughs> so I've already made these predictions. That way, if for some reason this motherfucker right here is right. Then oh, neither we one have of us proof. is going to be right. Oh, I, dude, I'm telling the you. The only thing I hope I'm right on is the Clegane Ball thing. The only thing I hope I'm right on is the John thing. That John just pieces out and goes north. That was your only prediction, though, Jake. But no. anyway. Second Sons. Oh, yes. And no, Arya and the Hound. No, that's fandoming. But, uh, no, that's right. a re- literal prediction. I think that the Second Sons, that's how they're going to be introduced. In that same scene where Euron's looking up at the sky... Daenerys is going to show up with Drogon and the second sons are going to be on boats. Surprising him. And with that talk about the second son, the third son is going to say that's about going to do it for this episode <laughs> of A Brother's Quarrel. <laughs> we would like to thank you for joining us and I do apologize. The first apologize. son approves of that. I do apologize, <laughs> y'all. This was a fucking long and... <laughs> well, it's not my fault. Jake has ramblers and Fran is moving, so... She, I totally did yeah. want to record, but I was just like, fuck it. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that kind of pissed me off. We were going to do it Tuesday, and you just didn't fuck that it was, up. That was totally my but, fault. Uh, I will totally admit to drop to dropping the ball, because I was so hyped after watching that episode, I couldn't go to sleep. Like, so I was fucking... If you're going to uh, complain about it, please uh, hit us up on Twitter. Direct it toward me. At ABQ Podcast. Capital A, capital B, capital Q. Bow, okay. Okay. You can also email us, brothersquirrel at gmail.com. I am yep. wondering, uh, the I need to hop on the email again because I am worried about what's going on with Burkina Faso. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I need to get caught up on that story you of Burkina, Burkina Faso. Faso update. <laughs> 
and uh, all two of our viewers are waiting <laughs> on tenter hooks about what's going on. Tender hooks, tenter hooks, tenter hooks. All right. So until next time, we here at a brother's crow would like to remind you that no one ever truly wins an argument, but they do with that fucking America's ass. <laughs> That's right. I went ahead and undercut you because it's America's ass, Jacob. It's America's ass. <laughs>